Hello and welcome to Sideload, the technology podcast from Edelman London. I'm Ben Franklin and today we're talking about the results of Edelman's CIO in Focus report. What do the results show? What's it mean for the role of the CIO? And as the role changes, how can US CIOs adapt? Guests today to answer these questions are a perfect place to dive into the report. Joining us, we have Justin Westcott, the COO UK and Ireland at Edelman and Head of Technology for EMEA. And Justin has been with Edelman for over 10 years with experience in the London and Dubai offices and as a leader of both the tech team and the wider organisation. We're also joined by Sophia Bernasconi, Research Manager at Edelman Intelligence. With an in-depth knowledge of the numbers and what they show, Sophia is well-versed in research and here to help us understand the meaning of it all. So Justin and Sophia, thank you both for joining us today. Hey, good to be here. Good to be back. (laughs) Um, So let's dive straight in with some of the questions. Uh, For anyone who hasn't seen the report, what is it about and what are some of the top-level findings? Great. Okay, so I'll jump in here. To give you a bit of background on the study, so we know that the role or the profile of the CIO is changing, especially as new generations enter the workforce. The demands and the expectations of the CIO group are changing. They are increasingly expected to act as spokespeople and credible voices for their organizations. And so to stay relevant to CIOs, brands and and companies need to better understand the audience in order to communicate to them with impact. So CIO in Focus is Edelman's first really close examination of CIOs and all those top tech decision makers um, for their organizations. We're looking to understand how they view their role, the expectations um, that are placed on them today, the biggest pressures and the concerns that they face, what kind of information they they consume and where, where, what influences them, what makes them tick. So uh, in order to conduct this study, we um, conducted an online questionnaire with 400 CIOs across the US, UK, China, and Singapore. We um, conducted this study among CIOs across industries. So that includes broadcast, media, tech, government, professional services, energy, and utilities, you name it. And we also looked at the length of the role of the CIO to see similarities and differences between those, those groups of individuals. Three kind of big themes came out of the study. The first of which is the expectation of a CIO to act as a new guardian of corporate trust. So we know that the role of the CIO is constantly changing. Over half of CIOs say that their role has changed a lot in the past five years. And their role now goes far beyond cybersecurity and privacy. It includes enhancing customer experience, influencing others, including executive boards and other departments, as well as other elements like cost optimization and managing risk. But in light of this, CIOs say that one of their top challenges is that increasing strategic focus of their role. Over half of CIOs agree that they are placed as spokespeople in front of media, as well as the general public. And they also say that um, with most businesses nearing complete digitization, this puts a pressure on them to regulate the impact on society. But CIOs are now in a world where they say the pace of innovation and regulation is too fast, which just intensifies the challenges that they face. In light of all this, they're placed in a position where they're at the center of trust of their company. 89% of CIOs agree that an organization's reputation directly correlates to the CIO's leadership. 
So the study really shows that we're operating in a world where the remit of the CIO is much broader. The expectations go far beyond the conventions. They're at the center of building trust in their organization, and they face increasing pressure with innovation and regulation. And so their responsibility as leaders is changing. Yeah, look, from my perspective, um, this is a study I was really pleased we were able to do. Um, the CIO has been an audience that any of our B2B enterprise tech companies have been trying to reach or want to reach for many years. And it had become, as, a, as an audience, a bit like throwing around the term millennial. It was just a bit catch-all. Um, and this study really helped us um, better understand the makeup of the CIO and how, uh, how, no, how many different types of CIOs there mm-hmm. are and how to reach them. And I think the, the, the bits that really leaped out for me from the research were, were that point you touched on, that notion of feeling the responsibility, the guardians of trust for their business. You know, this is a... Uh, a role that not that many years ago was really about sort of almost laying the the railroad to which the business runs on. Um, But now increasingly they are also building and sometimes even driving the train and the rail tracks at the same time. Mm -hmm. The role has changed fundamentally. Um, And the other piece I thought was interested that came out was despite all the changes and despite how strategic the role had become, a real sense from the CIO that they didn't feel very well understood. Exactly. Um, both from their own internal kind of organisation, both senior members um, and people in the, the breadth of the organisation, but also by some of the audiences that are supposed to represent their interests. Mm-hmm. Um, media, analysts, some of the, the industry peer the groups industry, didn't yeah. score particularly highly um, uh, in CIOs saying they understand my role and what I stand for. So yeah, fascinating research that since we've launched, it's already been hugely helpful in how we consult to our clients. Fabulous. Well, that's a very comprehensive overview of the report. So thank you both very much for that. Um, it's interesting, both of you have touched on this issue of uh, trust and how uh, CIOs are now seen as the guardians of trust within their organisations. Um, with sort of the proliferation of um, fake news, I hate to throw in the buzzword, but uh, and things like that going around. Um, it be- can become increasingly difficult to trust the media that you see, and yet the more tenured CIOs in the report um, said that they trusted more sources of news, a wider variety of sources, they trusted social media, I think, more highly than perhaps um, a newer generation might. Are they intrinsically more trusting um, or just more experienced at understanding what to trust, do you think? Yeah, I think I mean, this is a an interesting um, que- sort of question, but also it was quite interesting looking at kind of the data and the results here, because um, uh, I don't think necessarily our data would, would would sort of say one thing or the other. Um, so just going from my own experience and how I've interpreted the data, what I think there is, I think the more tenured you are in the role, the more experience you've already had in the value that media has provided to your role. Yeah, so you've probably already made some quite strong selections of your media channels and media types that you're going to bring into your world and therefore trust for advice, guidance, counsel to make your decisions. I think when we looked at some of the, um, not younger CIOs, but younger in tenure uh, CIOs, there was a sense that A, they have different expectations of what their job is, Mm -hmm. um, much more wide ranging. 
Uh, and it, for me, reading reading the tea leaves of the data, what I'm sort of saying there is they are still trying to find the right kind of media mix or the right type of influence mm -hmm. mix to help them make better decisions. They hadn't yet kind of curated their experience from that perspective. That's how I'd interpret it. Hmm. Interesting. I, I fully agree with that. And I think they're operating in a world where everything is changing. We know about fake news. We know about inherent distrust in some media channels. And to say that those CIOs with less experience don't have that kind of grounding to be able to discern where they should be going for information, what kind of information they trust. Where that is important for us is then to know how exactly we should be reaching out to them on which channels with what kind of information they need. Yeah, and I think just to sort of build on that, I think the other piece that comes to mind is one thing I took away from it was just how um, uh, almost voracious uh, consumers of content information this group is. Precisely. I think I've always deep down kind of known it, but to see it in the data, they, compared to maybe some of the other audiences we could have looked at, I think they are huge consumers of content right along the spectrum, mm -hmm. um, which makes it really interesting as we continue to think about how we design and evolve programs to reach them. Um, they are, you know, everything from kind of Facebook to industry analyst reports, you know, they're, they're consuming it all. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Um, so we've discussed a lot how the uh, job role is changing. Um, what are some of the biggest changes that we've seen from the data and what's more important to be a successful CIO experience or knowledge of this change? Yeah, and again, I think whilst our survey is brilliant and our data is great, I'm not sure it necessarily <laughs> gives us the authority to, to, to provide an answer to that question. I think for me, I might slightly reframe it. I, th I think what what seems to be clear when we when we really dig into that data is that it's, the, it's a harmony between experience and maybe curiosity. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's that that notion of this is a role where a growth mindset, sorry I'm using buzzwords myself, but a growth <laughs> mindset is just crucial. I mean I, th I think if you are a stuck in your way, fixed mindset type CIO, you're really going to struggle and find this job extremely stressful. Um, because uh, you know the world is not slowing down it's only going to get faster and if we think about how the CIO's role has changed over the last five years last ten years it'd be hard for us to even fathom how much more it's going to change um, and I, I think from that perspective having the right mindset as a CIO is probably as important as the experience you have. Um, so with such a high proportion of CIOs saying that the pace of innovation is too fast what can they do to keep up, do you think? Um, we all struggle, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, I, I, this, this is hardly going to be a stop the head, you know, hold the hover and page information overload. Um, but when you combine it with the complexity of their role, you know, everything from sort of trying to sort of figure out how you can, can connect legacy systems to new evolving systems, think about security, data regulation, privacy, um, what kind of technology your workers are going to want to bring in and just the list could go on and on and on. It's seemingly endless. So I think the what is encouraging is actually seeing just how the breadth to which these people are trying to get information I think is really important. Um, and I would hope like CIOs and some of those that, that I know that I think are at the top of their game 
have really valued things like reverse mentorship, for example, like generally spending time with people that are maybe a couple of generations below them even to better understand how they are experiencing technology. Because if, as our data has shown, their roles are increasingly going from how do I support the worker to also how do I help our company attract new customers through better experiences. Uh, the sources by which they need to sort of get a sense of the world around them and the zeitgeist are just much broader. I agree. I think the complexity of the pace of the innovation um, that these CIOs are facing is only almost exaggerated with the or amplified with how quickly their role themselves is changing. So I think there needs to be more acknowledgement by CIOs, but also by the industry more broadly that softer skills around leadership and communications are so so important. Um, and I think to fix the state of innovation being too fast isn't through information overload. We shouldn't be telling CIOs to read more in order to keep up with how quickly tech is changing. In order to keep up with that pace of innovation, um, you know, in line with what Justin just said, we need to be helping CIOs across the different um, business challenges that they face across the, that spectrum with the different tailored information, tailored sources that they need. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the obvious answer to any sense of overload, and I do this myself, is stepping back and curating. You've just got to, just got to figure mm -hmm. out what are the things I need to know and what source do I think is the best source for that information and, and how do you how do you go from the reading list of like a hundred different websites and figure out the five you trust because yeah. I, I look at the CIO job and what they're expected to, to do and keep up with and that just feels tiring you know? so I would hope uh, again some of the CIOs I know I know are really good at this it's just you know, what you say no to is as important to what you say yes to Brilliant. So clearly there's a lot of wisdom to be gleaned from this CIA report. We've spoken about some of it already. We're going to take a quick break now um, to listen back to the last episode of Sideload, where we discuss the findings of the Edelman crystal ball. Um, I think what's interesting, I mean, Claire Enders will be quite interesting on this question as well. I mean, the, a lot of the data I've seen is that we're at peak wallet for the s yeah. that actually we've got so many of these things that we're paying for now that the idea that you're going to add another service on top of what you're already paying for, thankfully Claire's nodding at this one, that's good, uh, I'm going to keep going, uh, 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 um, is, 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 is I think will prove quite difficult for these yeah. new entrants because they're coming to it quite late. What is interesting, because I talked at the um, uh, RTS in Cambridge on this um, uh, a month or so ago is when you know in, in the past the public broadcasters had this incredible position of trust with the nation they had this sort of vaulted position at least 20 points higher levels of trust than main commercial uh, uh, and, and satellite broadcasters Netflix now is as trusted as the BBC that's so interesting okay? uh, it's as trusted as the BBC listening to Sideload and today we're discussing Edelman's CIO and Focus report with Justin Westcott, COO UK and Ireland and Head of Technology Amir at Edelman and Sophia Bernasconi, Research Manager at Edelman Intelligence. Welcome back. Um, so CIOs have been in their role longer, tended to be more positive about their role. 
um, is what the research showed us. Is the new CIO role more stressful, do you think? Is that what the data is showing us? Or does longer tenure change the frame of mind of a CIO? So from a data perspective, I, I couldn't quite say that we can answer that question specifically, though we do know that tenure plays an important role in the way CIOs dis describe themselves. CIOs who have spent less time in their role describe themselves across a variety of different responsibilities, more so than CIOs who have more experience in their role. So those younger CIOs in terms of experience, not age, describe themselves as guardians of data safety, trusted advisors, strategists, leaders, and influencers. And so from, from my perspective, that multifaceted role brings more pressure to the newer CIOs to adjust to all those different aspects, to um, uh, answer all those different obligation, obligations that they have. However, the data also does show that across the board, tenure doesn't necessarily impact a CIO's likelihood to call their role fast-paced or undefined. So it's just the way that they are navigating with um, the perception of their role. Yeah, look, and again, we don't have the data to sort of back this up, but um, I'd be fairly confident in saying the sort of the half-life of a CIO's role is, is falling. Um, we're seeing this across the board in most people who have a C-level role. <laughs> um, you know, I think the average tenure of a CEO now in FTSE 250 is about three years. I mean, it's, it, it's short. So I think there could, there could almost be an argument here as well about um, what stage their company is through transformation or, or on their journey. And again, we didn't, we weren't able to break down our data to show that this time. Maybe we'll uh, next time. But I think that that notion of a CIO who's been in tenure for sort of ten years um, naturally probably feels more comfortable in their in their job. One one would if you've been doing it for the job that long, you feel you you know what you're doing. I think uh, someone in the younger kind of sense of time in their job is is still trying to figure it out. Um, and trying to make sure that they can have that 10-year CIO role, I would imagine, and feel a bit more pressured in, in trying to achieve that. Absolutely. Um, and is there a case to be made then from this research? You know, we've spoken about all of these new roles that CIOs are undertaking um, into splitting the role of a CIO into a few other positions because it sounds like they're taking on so much more. Um, what, are your, what are your thoughts? Um, that's a, yeah, but my pay grade, um, so, so to speak, uh, to kind of answer that. What I would say is, five, ten years time, maybe the CIA role doesn't exist. You know, who knows? Like the, the world is evolving so, so much. And I think actually to answer this question, I think it's less about title, more about function. And as the CIO's role has changed, so has the shape and dynamic of their team. Um, you know, a lot less in-house kind of support functions and capabilities because there's a lot less kind of managing your own hardware and infrastructure on-premise. Um, perhaps they're bringing in more people that can help them on the analytics or business analytics kind of uh, side of the equation internally. So their role naturally kind of slightly changes by the team you have around you doing that job. Um, but yeah, five years we might be talking about a brand new role that we can't even imagine exists now that former CIOs are now doing. Because if you look at the trajectory of their evolution of a role, um, it's becoming more influential, it's becoming more strategic. Um, and I'd be, if I was going to make some predictions, I would predict we will see more CIOs potentially taking on CEO roles 
um, as businesses continue along their transformation journey. Mm, so perhaps in five years we'll all be sat here discussing Adeline's latest research on a whole new role in focus. Potentially, yeah. <laughs> business is changing, let's be honest. <laughs> it's clear. So uh, what what next for this data? What what have Adam learned from it? And if people wanted to speak through the data, how can they how can they do that with you? Because I know that on our website there is a section for getting in touch with the eye to talk through it. Definitely, we have an email address that anyone can reach out to: cioinfocus at edelman.com. Um, feel free to reach out to us. We have a lot of data that sits behind everything that we've just discussed, um, and that can be tailored um, to different industries and, and what have you. Um, so yeah, more than happy, more than happy to discuss. And fingers crossed, more iterations to follow. Yeah, and if you're interested, do get in touch because I mean, there's a, a lot of uh, gold that we haven't necessarily revealed on the public site. Uh, <laughs> you can really sort of dig into uh, different patterns of media consumption and habits, uh, different levels of trust in institutions, vis-a-vis um, -vis your length of tenure as a CIO. And as I said, I think what was quite interesting was the whole section around how um, misunderstood they, they kind of feel, both within their organisation but also externally. And I think that's interesting mm -hmm. and should provide, certainly helping us as we think about how we consult IT vendors, but if you're an IT vendor, I think it's, it's a must read um, because it, you can see some opportunities to quite quickly change the way you communicate to this audience uh, because clearly what they require is... Um, trusted, relevant, timely information about their sector and potentially your technology, um, and the support in helping quickly educate on that, but also figure out its broader context, the broader kind of business strategy, um, and how one can sort of better communicate your information through that lens of kind of educate and inform uh, it, it should lead to better outcomes for the IT industry. Great. Uh, Justin and Sphere, thank you both for joining us on the show, and thank you, listener, for listening to Sideload. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, and if you want to get in touch uh, with Sideload, send an email to sideload at edelman.com. See you next time. Pleasure, thanks. Thank you.